1: Jeff Crops. Good morning,
2: everybody. Great to be with you on Tuesday. You know, it's almost the end of the month here. And that means a few things. First off, and we'll get into this a little bit later. Your last opportunity to get that great Freedom Heating and Air $89 furnace tune-up. It's rapidly slipping away. You have two days left today, tomorrow. And Thursday, the 30th, don't procrastinate. You know how cold it is, 23 degrees out here. Don't procrastinate. So let me ask you a question, friends. Can Will Lathrop, who formally announced his candidacy, Oregon's Attorney General. Can he actually win here in Oregon? Now, this is an Oregon Catalyst article. We're going to have Will on the show Thursday. So I want you to, in all seriousness, I want you to think about this. How would a guy who, in his press release, now he lives in Newburgh, you've had him, maybe you've heard him on the show before, He bills himself as a human rights attorney. Is that the right way to approach trying to win in Blue Oregon? In a campaign that most people don't pay attention to, but yet is enormously important. How would it change? How would he deal with a staff and lawyers at the Oregon Department of Justice that have been loaded up with leftist thinking leftist lawyers who defend the state of Oregon that is their role by the way and the governor and every wacky leftist idea that they can come up with defended in court losing sometimes and sometimes not how would he change that culture What would he do? He's raised $300,000. He's gotten endorsements from over 70 elected leaders and law enforcement from every corner of the state. So he officially filed to become Oregon's next attorney general. Is it possible? What is the main themes that he can use? Hmm? He was a prosecutor in Yamhill County child abuse prosecutor here in Marion County. He worked on protecting victims of violence here and in northern Uganda. Ghana. So when he talks about being a human rights attorney, what's the lead thing that he should say? that moves people's hearts, their minds. There's also a a film, and I told Corby I would do this. There's a new movie, it's on InfoWars. Well, the article about it is on InfoWars. It's called Shot Dead. It's about the shot. It's a film that tells heartbreaking stories Of children who died after getting the jab. The shot. It, yes, is heartbreaking. You can watch the trailer. I will have it out. This movie premiered November 9th. I didn't hear anything about it till today. Shot dead. You can go to... The film's website, which is called, which is we the patriotsusa.org. It's all one word. We the patriotsusa.org slash shot dead movie. You can just Google that up and, and you'll get to it. Here's the question I want to ask you about this. Last night, and Art, hang on, I'll get to you in a second. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. There's going to be a lot to talk about today's Tuesday, so we will have Senator Dennis Linthicum with us at the bottom of the hour to talk about a bunch of things, including the revised Oregon economic forecast, which the headline is very misleading. Here's the headline. Oregon economists revised the revenue forecast. State will have an extra $217 million to spend. That's the headline. You know what the first sentence has? The truth. The first sentence says Oregon lawmakers will have less money to spend next year than they anticipated after a promising revenue forecast was released last week. They overstated an expected increase in tax collections. Now, why would that be? Uh, because the country, folks, is sliding very slowly into recession. So they're trying to tell you by the headline. That there's a lot. We have an extra $217 million to spend. Oh, happy days are here again. Except that that's down from the prediction that we would have $335 million. We'll ask Senator Lenticum what all of this means when we talk with him at the bottom of the hour. But I want to go back to my point about the shot dead movie. It tells the stories of children who died after receiving the shot. Here's the question I want to ask you. Does it make any difference in your support for Donald Trump if he begins to acknowledge in his campaigning that Operation Warp Speed was a mistake. Last night I had a conversation with a lawyer, Steve Jonkus, who is fighting the election fight battles. He is our legal counsel, along with Mark Thielman, on suing over Tina Kotek's Ministry of Truth, which violates our constitutional rights of free speech. He also is involved in these Vaccination, forced vaccination lawsuits. He said the evidence is clear that 17 million people worldwide have died from getting the jab. Now, Steve Jonkus is a very smart and a very careful lawyer, he's in court all the time. He doesn't say those words without evidence. So Donald Trump is responsible for Operation Warp Speed. Do you blame him for having did what he did, at least in part, for these 17 million deaths? Does it matter? If he comes out and acknowledges if these shots appeared to be not helping people, would that make any difference in your support of him? It doesn't for me, because there are other things that are far greater. Donald Trump is a man with an enormous ego, folks. And like so many politicians who make the mistake of not admitting when they have made a mistake, Donald Trump will not. That's my prediction to you. He should. He should start backing away from his defense of what he did. Now, I can't blame him. Many of us probably would have done the same thing because we had no idea how bad this thing was at the time. Trump's a guy known for getting things done. Yes, they did get these vaccines out in record time. But at what cost to humanity down the road? Because of the people that he listened to. That's why I don't hold it at his feet. I don't lay it at his feet, folks. He listened to the so-called experts, the scarf queen, Dr. Fauci, who ought to be in prison for his double dealing and becoming a multi-multi-millionaire off of this. I don't blame Trump for listening to the so-called experts and for being a business guy who got it done. But he has to acknowledge, don't you think, the truth of it? What do you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. There's a lot of other things to talk about. I'm not gonna get to them for the moment because Art has been patient to be on the line. So Art, good morning.
0: Good morning, Jeff. It's a cold, cold morning. Get 23 yeah, Get that heater up and running like Jeff said, because it may go out on you, and then where will you be? Okay, Jeff. Now, I'm kind of an expert on dealing with the AG's office and the Oregon Commission for the Bind. And... The key here is, we're sick and dang tired of that particular part of our government wasting hundreds, thousands, even millions of dollars in litigation that shouldn't even occur. Okay, and this is the key that needs to be pounded home to all Oregonians. Our legal rights need to be protected, not fought against, which our AG's office has been doing for years and years, because it's mostly been controlled by the Democrats, and the far left loonies. This is our big opportunity to make this state what it should be and an AG's office that fights for all our rights and doesn't waste the hundreds and thousands, millions of dollars. Now, we can win because look what happened when we had a decent district attorney uh, elected here in Marion County. Page is a perfect example that we can beat the far left and get somebody decent in the AG's office for a change. And that person- We'll control all these loony lawyers into fighting for our rights under the law. God bless, Jeff. Thanks,
2: Art. Great point. And I will reinforce that when we come back from the break. WillLathrop.com. Check it out. We'll have him on the show on Thursday at 620.
1: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22
2: minutes past the top of the Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. Yes, thank you, Art, by the way, for the perfect lead-in to, well, what I want to say about Will Lathrop, the Republican, yesterday filed stories about it. I'm looking at the OregonCatalyst.com story. You should be, by the way, looking at OregonWatchdog.com every morning about the time this show starts because they aggregate all kinds of Oregon news. And they often include stories from OregonCatalyst.com. The press release yesterday from Will Lathrop hits on themes that I think can get him in the hearts and the minds of voters enough to win. And frankly, it does, does get right in the grill of the bureaucracy of the deep state of Oregon, the incompetent bureaucracy. which has been fostered by decades of Democrat governors putting recycled bureaucrats, incompetent bureaucrats, so they can get a nice fat PERS retirement. Now, for those of you in PERS, I'm not dinging on you, okay? Many of you listen to my voice are dedicated public servants. Even though you're not elected, you do your job. And you do it well. Sometimes some of you are very frustrated because you try to do it better. And the political appointees of incompetent Marxist governors makes it impossible for you to do your job. And you get very frustrated. I get that. I understand it. I'm not dinging you. Many of you listen to the show. Many of you continue to have hope that things can get better. I know because I hear from you and I'm grateful that you serve. So I'm not dinging on your purrs. You took advantage of a system that was presented to you. Nobody faults you for that. The politicians are the ones that ought to be faulted because they feathered their own nest. Anyway, I'm I'm getting off base there and, and I don't want to. I'm going to read pieces of the puzzle that ought to get of of Will Lathrop's press release. It ought to give you hope that somebody who's running for office out there statewide gets it. So stay tuned. In a moment here, I do want talk about freedom heating and airs deal folks it it is 23 degrees and you know right now this very moment listening to me whether it's on the podcast or live you know if your heating system is not keeping up why because you got up this morning and you're cold in the house don't suffer take advantage of this special 89 nine dollar furnace tune-up deal it doesn't matter if it's a gas-fired furnace doesn't matter if it's a heat pump whatever $89 $89 within 20, if your address is within 25 miles of Salem, for $89, Freedom Heating and Air will come out and they'll go through a complete checkover of your one indoor unit, one outdoor unit. If there are parts that you need, or maybe you just need to change filters because you haven't, you've just been busy with your life, you've neglected it, and it's plugged, and that might be the reason why your system isn't working right, They'll charge you extra for the filters, but they'll fix it for you, and you'll be comfortable. If you have additional units, because sometimes you do in a home, it's only $40 to have it checked out completely. If there are parts that you need to fix a problem you have, that'll be extra too. $89 furnace tune-up. It's good for two more days until the 30th of this month. Don't procrastinate. Don't be cold. Because it's going to, folks, don't buy this global warming garbage. Because it's going to get cold, really cold this winter. Call Freedom, Meeting and Air, 503-580-1456, 580 And mention you heard this, KSLM and political coffee. Now, let me read. From Will Lathrop's press release, because this ought to give you some absolute confidence that somebody gets it in terms of messaging. By the way, Linda wrote me an email. If you want to send me an email, it's Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at knows about blaming Trump. She goes, no, 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 put the blame where it belongs: World Health Organization, United Nations, CDC, Fauci, his wife, and the Scarf Lady. Most of all, Mike Pence. We call him Judas Pence. And I agree. But Steve Bannon calls him and, you know, Bannon was there with him, knows for sure. Mike Pence, for not doing his homework. That's what advisors are for, to tell the president the truth before he speaks out. Yes. Believe me, Trump knows who he can trust now. He knows that Mike Pence betrayed him because Mike Pence... As nice and as good as a man he is, he's a creature of the swamp. It'll be different this time around. Freddie writes, Trump did not push for children to be vaccinated. They had natural antibodies against COVID. That's correct, by the way. Here's what Will Lathrop says. And quote, as Oregon's next attorney general, I'll focus on reducing crime, restoring safety in our communities limit harmful government overreach by ensuring state agencies follow the law and restore trust in government institutions by enforcing a zero-tolerance policy for public corruption, unquote. Hey, Art, that ought to give you some confidence. There's a lot of things he said there, and all of this is ripe for the time we're in. Back in a moment at 6.30 with Senator Dennis Linthicum. Don't go away. long
1: long Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220 That's 503-589-1220 Let's return now to more of political coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the
3: car.
2: Senator Linthicum to get to us. Oh um hoping I don't have a technical difficulty here. Those things do happen occasionally. Um, no, there we go. There's Senator Lenticum. Senator Lenticum, welcome. Good morning to you.
3: Good morning. It is a great
2: day to be alive, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, uh, you know, a little bit of an interesting or scary time. There's, I wanted to ask, well, for a lot of reasons. First of all, you you have some arguments coming up here your court case against measure 113 i think that's in uh, mid-december you guys are arguing in front of the is the oregon supreme court is that right
3: that's right we're in the oregon supreme court on december 14th at 1 at the supreme court building right next to the capitol and um so it's, it's not a terribly large room, but the public is welcome because Oregon always welcomes the public into every facet of their transactions. And they are so transparent because they want people to be involved.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And this is an opportunity <laughs> for us to, it really is an opportunity for us.
3: You can tell us it was, can tell it being a little facetious yeah. there, um, but. It, it, never, nevertheless, uh, what I said is true. Public is welcome. It'll certainly be an interesting day. You know I've got two other lawsuits, both of which oral arguments got canceled, one with Thielman at, versus the Secretary of State's office, and that was election integrity that got oral arguments canceled. The other one's with my grand jury, Uh, appeal for a petition to the grand jury uh, that was in front of the federal court on the 5th, and those oral arguments got canceled. The court, in both cases, the court says, oh, we know what's right. We don't need to hear from you. And then parenthetically, I can imagine you peons get out of our sight and There's real disdain from these appointed Democrats um, for the public and public involvement. And they would rather just pick your pocket and steal your wallet.
2: Speaking of the wallet, there's a story with a very misleading headline. Uh, It's in the Oregon Capitol Chronicle. The headline is this. Oregon economists revise the revenue forecast. The state will have an extra $217 million to spend. Oh, happy days are here again. And then they tell you in the first sentence, just the opposite. First sentences is, Oregon lawmakers will have less money to spend next, next year than they anticipated after a promising revenue forecast last week. So they're trying to put a lipstick on a pig OK, is what they're trying to do, Senator, because they were going to spend three hundred and thirty five million dollars. every Oh, happy days. This is what they told us a, a month or so or December. Right. we actually uh, two months ago. You had three hundred fifty five million dollars to spend. Oops. No. Now we only have two hundred and seventeen million dollars to spend. But hey, it's more money. Yeah, OPB has a
3: different headline. They say economists say Oregon's financial good times may be ending, and and that's the truth. The, the reason good times are ending is because the progressive party, the Democrats, they have no notion of economics because they don't believe in economics. They believe in political power economics cares about sustainability profit loss is this a good uh decision or is this a bad decision when you're filling uh the bureaucracy with your cronies for their pers benefits and getting them over you know at the highest three-year average that pers allows then it doesn't matter whether they perform their job well. It doesn't matter if they know science from fiction. It doesn't matter if they know male from female. They're simply interested in public power at the at the state level. This has been Oregon's downfall with Governor Kotek following right in line with um, with uh, Governor Brown in all of these areas and Brown following in line with Kitzhaber, et cetera, et cetera. You could go down through the line. These guys are the troublemakers that need more government to solve their problems. And the reason they offer solutions is because that requires more government. And that's what they're keen on is more government Fewer options for personal life than people. It's a tragedy in the making. We're now seeing the result of it.
2: Yeah, we are, sadly. uh, And this plays into, at least in this story anyway, all this extra money they have to spend. Well, the story says, well, there's already demands for how to spend it. Tina Kotak wants to spend $14 million for homeless shelters around the state. Plus, she's probably going to ask the legislature for money to fix downtown Portland. And they are probably going to ask for extra money because they just ended the Portland public schools teacher strike. And we have layoffs and cuts coming here to Salem, Kaiser, the second largest school district in the state. So, how will you Republicans face all of this when you go into that February session? How, how are you going to divvy up the 217 million if it's really there, if we're not just pie in the sky because we're probably going into recession? How are you guys, as Republicans, how are you going to approach that? Right.
3: Well, that that's something we'll, of course, you know, uh, we we are in the minority, so we actually don't present solutions and options. The the big government, you know, cronies are the guys who get the microphone and their options get heard and our options get dismissed. The housing issue is a great boondoggle because Governor Kotech and, and uh, housing and crime and narcotics and drug abuse, suicides, all of those things, when you steal motivation for life from the individual and you say, don't worry, we'll take care of it, they're they're powerless. They're, you've chopped their legs out from under them. They now... Resort to crime because they don't believe that you should have the stuff you have and that they don't have the stuff they don't have and they want it. Homelessness is skyrocketing for that very reason. Why should I um, build my home like you and your family are doing and move into a new structure when I can get by on the government dole? I can get all the same groceries you get and, um, be better off for it. And, and yet we see people on the homeless corner, those same people just migrate around from city to city here on the left coast, trying to find a way to survive. And they're not really meant for your neighborhood. You wouldn't want them moving into the single family home right next to yours. Um, And that's a that's a mental health issue. But the cause of all of these things, whether it's the drug problem or the mental health problem or the homelessness problem, all of these things lay at the feet of the Democrat progressives and their party and the mistakes that they have made. And I'm wondering if they will come to grips with that and provide us the opportunity to um, have legitimate solutions.
2: Well, speaking of that, are one of those legitimate solutions that are going to be discussed is repeal of Measure 110 in the upcoming February uh, session.
3: Right now, there's uh, a push. You know, many legislators signed on to say, "Let's repeal and replace 110." Tim Knope did a um, a World uh, Net Daily (WND) um, uh, newscast on this issue. He talked about it, um, and uh, it it will be interesting. Do you think the Democrats have the guts? to stand up and say we made a mistake we overdid it we got gung ho we gave oh, we gave away the lives of our children to the drug lords of the cartel are they willing to say that
2: no i don't think they are i think it's in i think it's in the dna of these democrat legislators senator that they have moved so far to the left they cannot go down that road i don't see them doing that no matter how bad it gets now i could be wrong but reality is not not the world these people live in they live in a fantasy land of utopia and i i just well, don't see it happen it ought to happen but I don't see it.
3: Well, you, well you, you're absolutely right, uh, Jeff. Progressivism, uh, the the left, the Democrats at the federal level, at the state level, anywhere you find them under any bush, crag or rock, they are uh, keen on avoiding mathematical concepts and because they don't know profit from loss they don't know good decision from bad decision they grow government and waste spending uh, uh, like it's a bad habit and it is it's a narcotic
2: yes it is other people's money spend a narcotic. thank you senator dennis lithicum thank you back in a moment at 648
1: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of political coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the car. Ten minutes till the top of the hour.
2: 503-589-1220 is the Power Buke GMC Talk Line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM. Dot News Rich writes an email about politicians having less money to spend, question mark. So that's too bad that they will have less money to spend, laugh out loud. But wait, they can steal money from the kicker credit. They can give themselves a kicker credit. Just no money. Hmm. Yeah, they can. It's a lot of money. A lot of money to you and I, the individual. They can, you know, with a few Republicans joining them, they can steal your kicker. Will they? Freddie writes an email. The Democrat Party is a cult run by Obama that does not allow individual thought. They sell where the good Republicans are bad. And so is capitalism. Not sure I don't understand what that means. Maybe he just misspoke. Um, Art writes and says, the simple answer is that we need to run our government like a business. You don't spend money, you really don't have. That's oh, a good point. It's not how it works, but it's a good point. Doug writes an email. Does it make any difference for our support for Trump if he admits or acknowledges Operation Warp Speed was a big mistake, question mark? Does it matter? Does it matter if a self-assembling throng carrying pitchforks, feathers, and hot tar masses on the Capitol steps to sign up for our well-armed militia? Well, by the way, if you do that under the bill that Charlie, Republicans Charlie Conrad and our old buddy and my friend Kevin Mannix voted for, you could get arrested for that because you belong to a group, even though the constitution says free association. Anyway, he continues, by the way, we don't have justice in secret. After a speedy trial, of course, the vaccine killed more people than COVID did. You know, there's some thought that might be actually factually true. A couple of other quick things before I go to Ronnie. First off, folks, spend your money this season, this Christmas season, with groups, with organizations, with companies that support your principles and your values of liberty, individual responsibility. And that's my pillow, friends. Go to mypillow.com and use the promo code PC23 and get these amazing savings. Yesterday, I talked about some of the sleepwear that's up to 80% off. But there's other things. I rave about these towels. Get the deals on the towels. What a great gift. Or how about bathrobes? You, you know how I gave away slippers last year and other things the bath towels. The kitchen towels. So many great products, including those for the cold winters, like the throw blankets, push plush blankets. Huge discounts, but you got to use the discount code PC23. Go to MyPillow.com. Support Mike Lindell and his fight for liberty. Support this radio station and our fight for liberty. Spending some of your money at MyPillow. MyPillow com let's go to the phones and we'll go to Ronnie Ronnie good morning brother
4: hey brother another day in in Cuba California <laughs> and the point is is that uh, our trees look good we have a product but just listening to telling the conversation from uh Santalithan who I love who is a true patriot like yourself and others and walks with faith and history um Seneca nope who basically stabbed us in the back. He's our Neville Chamberlain of our party. He needs to step down. I need lions, not sheep. And at the same time, the $80 million that they say, going short, let's look at the last year, last session's budget. They added $80 million for more grifting, a prevailing wage out of building that you could replace 10 times over for the money they spent at the Capitol for earthquake upgrades. Yep, that's right. And it's that type of spending that is frustrating. And being that Santa Canopa is funded by lobbyists of the building industry that's making these gulags, not single family affordable homes. That's like having a fox in a hen house. That's all I have to say. What do you think, people? Sadly,
2: you're right about that. So, so write about it. Thanks, Ronnie. I appreciate it. Linda you. wrote me an email about, be on the lookout for this. Schools will have to teach in native languages, migrant children who won't have to learn English. And she provided a screenshot for me of a document What is language justice? Language justice is a key practice used in social justice movements in order to create shared power, practice inclusion, and dismantle traditional systems of oppression that have traditionally disenfranchised non-English speakers. I believe that this language justice concept about teaching in native languages, not having to teach in English, I think I saw that that was part of the Portland Public Schools agreement to end the teacher's strike. Now, I may be wrong about that, and if I am, too bad. Something I'm not wrong about is pitching to you, PacWest Lobby folks, pwlobby.com. They are a lobby group that gets the power of influence and persuasion with people who have – well, impact in your life. Not just the legislature, but how about local governments? How about business associations that stand up for your principles and your values? Check out PacWest Lobby, pwlobby.com. they got a great team of people. You heard Senator Rick Metzger, Democrat. I served with him. You heard him on this show a couple of months ago. Great guy. But also somebody who understands how you can make a difference at that local level. Not just in the legislature, folks, but in local governments. They do all kinds of things. Check it out. PWLobby.com. Let's go to Gary.
0: Gary, go Bs. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. And uh, Merry Christmas to my brother down in Commie 4, and you have Ronnie. <laughs> uh, looking at this, uh, medical officer reveals COVAX vaccine-related heart issues are up. He took the... Uh, records of Navy pilots, fixed wing and uh, and helicopter pilots, myocarditis up 151%, uh, heart disease up 69%, pulmonary heart disease up 62%, heart failure up 973% since the vax.
2: Uh, can you send me that link? Uh, I, I mean, will. I'll put that up on our Telegram page. It'll be okay? in a newsletter tomorrow. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it.
0: Talk thanks, to you later, brother. Uh, go dad.
2: good point about if government can print money, why do I have to pay taxes? Yeah, how true. And Ronnie writes, language justice is the new segregation. Folks, thanks for joining us today. I'll be back tomorrow. I hope you will be, too. Be ready for the interview with Will Lathrop this Thursday. We're going to go a full half hour with you. I think he gets some. See you tomorrow.